Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. I got a sermon that's going to really make you think. It's entitled God's Cure for Satan's Infection. Let me ask you a question. What's leading your thoughts? Who's leading your thoughts? Satan can infect you in the thought pattern, and before you know it, you're getting things happening to you in the physical pattern. You don't want to miss this. Call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to be blessed. Get a pencil and a paper and take some notes because Satan has used this, and so many people have got caught, and they wonder, how did that happen? You're going to love this. So right now, let's go into part one of God's cure for Satan's infection. You are going to learn something today. Take some notes because I'm telling you, when you learn this, you're going to shut the devil down in everything he does. Watch this. Be blessed. In Matthew chapter 6, I want to first start with verse 25 of Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Jesus is talking there. He says, therefore, anytime there's a therefore, find out what it's there for. I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Notice that verse 25 and then verse 28. And why take ye thought, notice that again, for raiment, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. Verse 31. And wherefore take no thought saying, underline that. Wherefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Glory to God. Go to verse 34. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Verse 31 back again. Therefore take no thought saying. Everyone has thoughts in life. Some should be said and some should not be said. Because that's how infection gets into you in your Christian life. Spiritually, physically, and financially. Take no thought saying. See, when you say that, you own that thought. When you say that thought, it becomes you. And it will express. And and if you're mad at your wife and you don't say nothing, she ain't going to know about it. But if you say something, oh, you got a good day coming, glory to God. Or vice versa. Because you took the thought. You see. And Satan puts thoughts in our mind. And then we're going in just a minute, we're going to go over to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, how to handle those thoughts. Then we're going to go to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1 to show you what to say when thoughts come into your mind, whether they're good or bad. And you'll understand what I'm talking about. So he says, take no thought, verse 31 says, take no thought saying God's cure for Satan's infection. I watch what I say. It's more than confession. Because what I say is what I am. The Bible says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. So when God says something, God is what He says. I made up my mind. I keep all my old Bibles. I wear a bunch of them out, my Lord Jesus. I still got my first Bible, and I wrote into the very first part of the cover of the Bible that I want my Word to be like God's Word, that when I say something, I will do what I say. And I'm very proud to say without arrogantly or pridefully, people have said, Brother Jesse, I've been knowing you all these years. You don't change. Why should I change? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Jesse's got to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why? Be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. So in other words, I just imitate God every day of my life, spiritually, physically, financially. It makes no difference, you see. But when thoughts come into my mind that should not be there, I don't say them. I don't say them. I, I use another scripture to cast them down. 
I get rid of that kind of stuff because that's how infections start. Infection starts, and before you know it, and by the time you're sick, you're already covered with infection. So write this down if you're taking uh, notes today. If we don't take authority over our thoughts, take no thought saying, watch that. If we don't take authority over our thoughts, some other power will. Remember that, because you see, that's the solar realm. That's where you live. Your spirit, you ain't got to worry about your spirit, but where Satan attacks you is in the mind, the will, and the emotion, which is the soul of man. Let me say it again. If we don't take authority over our thoughts, some other power will. The power of the world, the power of the flesh, and the power of the devil that will take over to make you say that thought so that thought can become a living reality. Now, I, I, I know that's a long uh, point, but I want you to get it again. If we don't take authority over our thoughts, take no thought saying, some other power will. What power? The power of the world. The power of the flesh. Or the power of the devil. See, you're constantly being bombarded in your soulless realm, in your mind, your will, and your emotion. Your spirit's in 100% contact with God. It has no problem with that. But you have to be, not be conformed to that, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind or the renewing of your soul. Or some other power will take over it. If you don't say something, how many times you've cussed in your mind, but you didn't cuss in your mouth. And all of a sudden you said it, then it start really flowing then. You understand what I'm saying? So if we don't take authority over our thoughts, some other power will. The power of the world or the power of the flesh or the power of the devil. See, why are you so concerned about thoughts? Take no thought saying. How you take the thought, you say it. Write this down. Thoughts determines the person. What you think is what you are. Thoughts determines the person. Thoughts awakens feelings, inflames passion, subdues will, and commands attention. I'm going to go a little slower so you can write it down. Thoughts determines the person. Now, I'm going to give you some revelation here today. Thoughts determine the person. Thought awakens feelings. My God, when you speak a thought, them feelings are starting to bubble. Inflames passion. Oh, Lord. If you say something, boy, it'll inflame that passion into you. It, it will inflame, subdues will. When you say a thought, it'll subdue someone's will or your will. And then finally, and it commands attention. You'll say, did you hear what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? So when you understand that thoughts determine the person. So I made up my mind to do what Jesus did, and that's to just stay the same. I don't worry about all the politics and all the craziness that's going on in the world. All the wokeness, whatever that woke is, or uh, 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 critical race theory. I don't care about any of that because there's only one race. When we're going to learn, ladies and gentlemen, there is one race. That is it. There is no more. That is it. It's you and then the animal kingdom. Well, how come we got some DNA like some monkeys? Because sometimes we act like animals. <laughs> but you're one race. It makes, so why is it critical? I mean, my God, why argue with that? It doesn't make any difference. I don't care what color you are. The color doesn't determine your race. You are determined by God Almighty. He created you. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Let that thought get in your mind and start saying that instead of all the other junk. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So let me say it again. Thoughts determine the person. Thoughts awakens feelings, inflames passions, subdues wills, and commands attention. 
See, you got to understand that. It's a very powerful thing. And if you're saying what God says, you're blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out. The reason why I've never had a financial deficit because I would not take the thought to get one. Amen. I wouldn't take the thought and say it. The reason why you ain't saw me sick, sad, disgusted, broke, busted, despondent, because I refuse to take that thought. How do you take it? By saying it. So a lot of people, and the devil use some type of intellectual activity. He used range and research and induction and reason to get you to say something to infect you. Well, you look what's going on in the world. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I believe. Do you see that? Do you understand how he's doing those things? See, and if you say those things, it's more the confession. He's trying to make you inflame your passion because passion is good if it's inflamed in the right way. Amen. You know, uh, you can subdue will in the right way. You say you'll command attention in the right way when you understand that. You, you, I mean, you'll all, it, it command feelings in your life. So let me say it again. Thoughts determine the person. Thought awakens feelings. It inflames passions. It subdues will and it commands attention. Ooh, Lord Jesus, I like this. Take no thought, say. Look how many times he said that about the word thought there. But the one that was most important was verse 31 because that's how you take it. See, that's how you get married. You first have a thought to marry that woman. Then that priest or that preacher will look at you. Do you take this woman to be your lawful, lawful wedded wife? You don't think about it. You have to say something. The minute you say something, then he says something that did. By the authority invested in me by the state of Louisiana, Texas, wherever you live, I pronounce you husband and wife. Watch it. The thought became a saying. When you said it, boom, something happened. You became one. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And when you understand that, that will work for you in every area. Write this down. We must not entertain thoughts out of harmony with Christ. We must not entertain thoughts out of harmony with Christ. What you call that, Brother, jo Brother Jesse? Thought control. I have thought control in my life. Because you see, that's one point right there that's very easy for me to entertain thoughts out of harmony with, with Christ. When people curse me, when people speak evil of me, they always eat my lunch about something. I want to entertain a thought. I'm going to kill you tomorrow. You know I can't do that. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it. I'm going to tell you in just a minute how I rebuke it. You see, so I don't entertain thoughts out of harmony. Uh, 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 if it's not in harmony with God, I'm not going to entertain them. Let me say it again. Write it down. We must not entertain thoughts out of harmony with Christ. This is called thought control. If you want to think, think on these things. What's lovely, lovely, just, good report, pure. Woo, love. I mean, since the devil is invading your mind, infect your thoughts, start saying what God says, and all that will wash away. It's amazing. And if you get a thought, we're not going to be able to make it financially at the end of the month. Well, Jesus, say it. Say it out loud. A thought comes to your mind. My God, if God be for me, who could be against me? I'm more than a conqueror. And I say to that mountain, be thou removed. I don't doubt my heart. I believe those things. When I say I'm going to have whatsoever I say it. Now that's taking that thought. Ooh, Jesus. I'm going to buy this CD myself, Lord Jesus. So we, <laughs> we must not entertain thoughts out of harmony with Christ. It's called thought control. So when I get a bad thought, I cast it down. I say, whoa, since you want me to think, devil, I'm going to think on what's lovely. Said so I just got rid of you. Just, I get rid of you. 
pure. You don't even know what that means. They get rid of you. And on down the line. Do you hear, you hear what I'm saying? When you understand that, take no thought saying that's God's cure to Satan trying to infect you. So Satan's infection. Do you see that? Am I going too fast? Some of you getting those notes down? You want me to start from the top again? Real quickly, all right, people going, <laughs> okay. Number one, if we don't take authority over our thoughts, some other power will. The power of the world, the power of the flesh, the power of the devil. Hmm. Then I said we must not entertain thoughts. Oh, excuse me, that, excuse me uh, the other one is thoughts determines the person. Thoughts awakens feelings, inflames passions, subdues wills, and commands attention. Some of you want to give a million dollars to this ministry. Uh, if you don't mind, this couple right here wants to do that. They say, believe in God. So if you hadn't seen it yet, start talking it. Say, this is what I'm going to do. And say this, this is what I've already done in my spirit, Lord. Now I got to get it through my renewed mind. And then now it'll go down to my body and my hand and I'll present it. See, it's not a money thing. It's a thought thing. You think the devil will tell you to give a million dollars? I guess not. Uh -uh. He can't think that high. So I told you that thought determines the person. Thoughts awakens feelings, inflames passions, subdues wills and commands attention. Then I, I gave you this, we must not entertain thoughts out of harmony with Christ. Amen. This is called thought control. I love that. You think on these things. See, so if Kathy goes to get mad at me, I don't say, I don't take her thoughts. I don't say them. Because that's out of harmony. Because you've got to love your husband. <laughs> well, I didn't get one amen from one woman in the whole place. <laughs> Look at it, and you're not going to get it neither. <laughs> I can see that. Glory and vice versa. When, you, when your husband ain't acting right, or if he's acting stupid, you know, can I get an amen on that? I thought so. <laughs> when he's harassing you. We were at a wonderful dinner uh, Friday night. We went to eat with uh, Greg and Carrie Peace. It was so funny. And, and they both had got sick, of, I don't know, a couple of weeks, three weeks, whatever it was. And uh, it looked like uh, Carrie got it a little stronger. And uh, I think it was Greg and uh, Tori uh, was kind of harassing her. And she's a sweet lady. But she said, I want to let you all know. And then I can't tell you what she said. But anyway, they got the revelation. <laughs> Y'all better get out of here. Because <laughs> her throat was hurting, man. You know, get out of here. That kind of stuff. So what I do when Kathy just loses it, I lose myself. That's what's good about having a big house. He can't find me. I go hide somewhere. And vice versa. Praise God. Now write this last point down on this thought thing. Take no thought saying. Notice how many verses are in Matthew 6 there. Write this down. We must learn to lead out thoughts. That's a, that's a great statement. And when the thought, how you lead that thought. We must learn to lead out thoughts if they are to possess value. For example, let's say God tells you to do something unbelievable, impossible, yet doable. Uh, we use the million dollars, for example. I, mean, I ain't never gave that before in my life. I don't even have a million dollars. Now, you've got to lead that thought to that destiny. How do you do that? By saying it. After a while, it becomes normal. 
Then all of a sudden it begins to manifest. It may manifest in small bits. It may manifest in one big lick. Doesn't make any difference. But you're developing and working on something and it comes out. You're leading that thought instead of that thought leading you. Did you get that? Do you see what I'm saying? Let me say that again. We must learn to uh, lead out thoughts if they, are to uh, if they are to possess value. You see what I'm saying? Possess value. You see, like when you go to get married, you know, you, you lead that thought to that individual. Now, if you've been married before and had a divorce, don't judge that person from that, from that first marriage. Well, thank you for that Holy Ghost grunt. Now, I, I'm preaching, I've never been divorced, and I, I don't never plan to be divorced. But what I'm saying is this, you, it's very wrong to judge someone for what someone else did. Or let's just say your mom passes away and your dad marries too quick. <laughs> or at least you think it's too quick. Or vice versa. Well, my God, she can't be my mama. She's not supposed to be your mother. No. Leave that thought over to that she can be a wife to your father. Amen. Or a husband to your mama. You have to leave that thought. Because immediately you see that woman and you judge her by your mama. And if you love your mama, ain't nobody going to be better than your mama. They're not supposed to be. You only got one mother. Amen. So you lead that thought to a nice place where it becomes a, a, a value. Thank God that God sent someone for, to my father so that he would be taken care of or vice versa. Hmm. See, that's leading that. Do you see what I'm saying? We must learn to lead out those things. So that's how I do When I begin to believe, when God gives me these impossible things to do, such big impossible financial things, my God, I had a pastor tell me this the other day. What I love about you, you give us figures. Yeah, most people won't tell you what. Well, I'm believing God for money. I tell you, I'm, I'll tell you exactly what I'm believing for, $6,364,000,000, which sounds crazy, but I lead that thought to its destiny and destination. Now, some people say, he ain't going to never get that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you are not going to never get that. <laughs> because you don't know how to lead your thoughts. Ooh, this is good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is revelation. You understand what I'm saying? And we get, but, but, you know, and, and the reason why I say it out loud, because it, it gives me, can I say the right word? It gives me hell. People want to fight me, man. But that's all right. Because, you see, they can't touch me because I have a helmet of salvation. Amen. Not a hat. My head's covered. Glory yes. to God. I got a breastplate of righteousness. I don't care whether you think I'm right or not. I am right. Go ahead, shoot the dark, because I got a shield of faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Which quenches the fire of darts. I know I'm speaking the truth because my loins are girded about with truth. I know where I'm going because my feet is shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord, I got a sword of a spirit, not in my hand, in my mouth. That's living daily instead of just Sunday. Take no thought, saying. I hope you're enjoying this. No matter how the devil tries to infect you, God's got a cure to stop him and to beat him at every point. Think about that for a minute. See, Satan attacks you in the mind right here. That's why Jesus said it, it's so many times in Matthew chapter 6. Take no thought. How do you do that? By saying it. If you don't take authority over what you're thinking, 
another power will. You say, what power? The power of the world, the power of the flesh, the power of the devil. See, he's trying to guide. That's how he guides people. It's all about thought control. If a thought comes to your mind and it's not in harmony with Christ, you cast it down. You rebuke it. How do I do that? Casting down imaginations. If a high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Listen, life can be hard and we need to guard our minds more than ever. I want to pray for you right now. I believe you're going to be blessed. Father, in Jesus' name. From now on, Lord, the only way we can take a thought is when we say it. We're not going to say something we don't want. We're going to say what you want. We're going to do what Jesus said. I only say what my Father says, and I only do what my Father says to do. Father, bless the people today. Help them to understand this, and it'll shut the devil down every time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I'm telling you, man, this is a very powerful sermon. It says, take no thought saying. How do you take a thought? You say it. Once you say something, you own it. You know it's the truth. If you're real mad at your wife and she's mad at you, y'all don't say nothing, it'll pass. But if you open your mouth and say what you're thinking, whoo, you know, you, you know, you have what we call very loud discussions, you know, and you don't want that. I'm telling you, if Satan has used this to infect the body of Christ so many times. How many times you've been at a meeting and somebody start talking before you know somebody said something they shouldn't have said and you got a fight going on right there? And it shouldn't be. That's how church splits all the time because people take thoughts they should not take. Oh, I tell you, I'm starting to preach again. Hallelujah. I love this sermon. Kathy's coming right now with some great glorious moments to share with you. You're going to be blessed. These are testimonies you send in. So watch this. Be blessed. And I'll be back after a while. I'm so glad you're watching Glorious Moments. I love giving glory to God for the wonderful way that he uses our ministry to reach so many lives with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I have four for you today. The first one is from New Hampshire. It says, I always enjoy all your broadcasts. Thank you for helping me to grow in the knowledge of God and his kingdom. Thank you for helping me to understand how to build a fellowship and a relationship with God. I love that. The next one is from Australia. It says, thank you, Jesse and Kathy, for showing me a personal Jesus. I now have a personal relationship with Jesus, and he has made me laugh and comforted me when I was upset. Praise the Lord for that. You know, one of our Facebook followers sent in this precious testimony, and it's so wonderful. It says, I live my life mostly in fear, but after listening to you and Kathy, I've traded it in for faith, reading more, listening, and learning much. Thank you for growing me with Jesus. Glory to God. I love that. This last testimony was emailed to us, and it is my favorite. It says, I just wanted to thank you for being you. I love listening to you. I have never enjoyed church, but you make it so much fun. I haven't laughed so much or even felt so moved. Thank you for bringing me back to Jesus. You have made me believe anything is possible and that my future is worth saving. Praise the Lord. I love these testimonies. You know, that's what ministry is all about. No matter what you're facing today, realize that your future is worth saving too. Luke chapter 1, verse 37 in the Amplified says, For with God nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. You know, always remember that nothing is ever impossible with our God. Jesus came so that you can have and enjoy life and experience a glorious future with him, now in this life and throughout eternity. So totally trust God with your life, and you will never, ever be disappointed. God bless you.
I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to get a copy of Kathy's newest book. You are designed for glorious living. People are writing in from all over the world, and I mean that sincerely, telling us how much is changing their lives. To get a copy all you of this wonderful book, You're Designed for Glorious Living, just go to jdm.org for all the ordering information, and you can get it. Partners, I can't thank you enough for what you do for this ministry. Your faithful financial support has been so phenomenal over all these years. 46 years of preaching the gospel, never having a financial deficit. Why? You know what I'm about to say. I trust you, and you trust me, and we both trust God. And guess what? By trusting God, we're not struggling financially in any way, shape, or form. So, partners, thank you. And I want to let you know, me and Kathy pray for you every day. I mean, y'all, we pray for you. That's the first thing we do when we get up in the morning. I mean that sincerely because you are an extended family. I thank you for your faithful financial support. You've heard me say it thousands of times. For every dollar, Lord, you give me, give me a soul into the kingdom. If you ever come to the city of New Orleans and come to our offices, we have the partner care. When people walk in there, they freak out. There's thousands upon thousands of pictures all over the wall of our partners. They're everywhere, and people love that. It's amazing. And I come sometime early morning, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I say, oh, Lord, bless our partners, minister to them. I mean, it's just such a blessing of the Lord. So thank you, partner, for helping me. We've got many, many projects going on right now, and we do them all cash, and we pay in advance. Not just such a blessing of the Lord. I thank you for watching the program today. Now, this was just part one. Part two is coming next week. Remember, take no thought saying. How do you take a thought? You say it. Once you say it, you own it. So don't say something you don't want. Like don't call, don't call a dog if you want the cat. You know what I'm trying to say? It will help you. So until next week, this is Jesse the Planet saying we love you and we really do. Partners, once again, thank you for helping me preach this gospel. 100% goes into world evangelism. I'll see you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Do you know what it means to love God? I encourage you to get my September partner offer because it will empower you and increase your love for God. I'm talking about the most important matter of the heart, putting God first in your life. What does it mean to love God? Really, what does it mean? Well, you'll learn it. All you got to do is go to jdm.org for all that information. You'll be blessed. Thank you. Bye-bye. Be encouraged with godly insight and wisdom as you stream the Jesse Duplantis Ministries podcast. Jesus said, whom the Son is set free is free indeed. You come boldly to the throne of grace. Each newly uploaded teaching by Jesse and Kathy will strengthen your faith and inspire you to live a prosperous life in Jesus Christ. Start walking in victory with just a click of a button. Subscribe to the JDM podcast today. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I never learned to doubt.
now available at JDM.org. If we allow our minds to dwell foolishly on what thoughts that shouldn't be said, we will become useless people full of distresses. Can you believe that some preachers will preach that if the Holy Ghost moves in the church, it will distress people? 